So this book is designed to remind people of the truth that dwells within them, which is the, the reality that we already possess everything that we need to have a life where our potential is fully at work, have a life where we have a full sense of meaning and purpose. And so here we had this dilemma, this, this fact, this fact. I've been almost a decade, decade researching decade. this subject. Every aspect of your metabolic health improves. From the Hint offices in San Francisco, I'm Kara Golden, founder and CEO of Hint. Welcome to Unstoppable, a podcast which shares successful founder and entrepreneur stories, like Jessica Heron, founder of Stella and Dot, tech maven Randy Zuckerberg, and Lisa Sugar, the creator of the multi-million dollar media company Pop Sugar. We dive deep into the entrepreneurial mindset, what it takes to create a scalable business, how to make an impact, the intricacies of funding, and much, much more. Plus, we ask the million-dollar question, what does it really take to be unstoppable? Let's find out. Hi, everybody. It's Kara with Unstoppable. Super, super excited to have Mike Flynn here with me today in the Hint offices. So Mike's a speaker, author, founder, and host of another great program called the Impact Entrepreneur Show, which I've been a part of. Yes. Uh, and um, anyway, so welcome. Super yes. excited to have you here. I'm super honored and pumped to be here and, and uh, you know impact your audience today and help them remind them of the truth that already dwells within them. I love it. So, so Mike and I met uh, probably almost a couple of years ago now, right. which is really pretty crazy, but I'd love for you to tell our audience what inspired you to head down the path of personal growth and, and like, what was it that, I mean, you've done other things yeah. and what made you yeah. kind of think about this? So I've been an entrepreneur for 15 years. Um, actually I've probably been an entrepreneur um, since the day my, uh, I was born because I'm one of six kids. Okay. So I've always had to kind of like fight for my food. So to speak. Up? Santa Cruz, California. Okay. okay. Um, I'm the, I'm number two, but you know, we, we have a great family, but, but really I've been an entrepreneur for 15 years and, um, and in the financial services space. Mm-hmm. And I swore I'd never do that. I swore I, cause I'm a, as part of a family business. My dad started our firm. And we're not here to talk about wealth management, all that stuff. But my dad started our firm 31 years ago. And I swore I'd never join the family business. My actual original pursuit was to be an actor. Huh. And uh, I, I can see that. I had done There's some, still time, Mike. <laughs> there is. And I, I had done some professional theater, some musical theater and, and all of that stuff. And, and um, I was getting advice from some experts in that area to pursue that, to go get an agent and to pursue that, that I had a chance. And, um, and then my father, who I love and who has my best interest in mind, approached me one day and said, you probably shouldn't do that because if you pursue that career, you're going to struggle. It's going to be hard and you're probably going to suffer. And I was more interested in his love and affection which I did not have much of growing up because he was, he was a military officer. He was gone a lot. Mm -hmm. So now all of a sudden I'm in college and the light that is my dad is shining on me. And, uh, and I said, okay, you know, well, I'm not going to pursue that anymore. I'm going to switch. I'm going to go get a degree in business and 
fast forward, I ultimately joined uh, ranks with him, if you will, 15 years ago. And it was, I was really successful right off the bat. Um, that was 2005, so pre-financial crisis. And, uh, you know, I was married to my childhood sweetheart. By 2007, we had purchased our first home. I had money in the bank. We had two kids. Um, and in November of that year, November of 2007, I made $200 that month in, in new business revenue. And I didn't know what was happening, but I knew something was changing. In the tides were going out, yeah. and so fast forward by uh, October of 2010, we had short sold our our first home. I had burned through all of the money that I had in the bank to keep to help pay overhead for the business to keep our expenses yeah. afloat. I went from two having two kids to four kids. And then in January of 2011, this is really embarrassing. Uh, but I'm this is there are other people that have this story and ha- and they're they're um they're ashamed of it. Mm-hmm. So uh, men in particular. In 2000 January of 2011, I was diagnosed with male postpartum depression. (laughs) I didn't even, my son, my youngest son is now eight years old. He was born in December of 2010. I was, I didn't even carry the child. I didn't birth the child. No, I think a lot of people, yeah, it's like, it's a, yeah. And so that moment there uh, was rock bottom for me. How often have you thought about learning a new language only to be stopped by that memory of yours from the last time you tried to learn a language when it didn't go so well? Okay, maybe it wasn't a language that you were interested in learning, or perhaps all those poorly written textbooks in your sixth grade class weren't that well written after all. I have a great tip for you. It's called Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program around available on desktop or app, no matter where you choose to learn it or what platform you choose to learn on, Rosetta Stone works and it truly immerses you in the language you choose to learn quicker and easier than you ever imagined to. Maybe you're getting ready to travel abroad this summer and you want to learn a bit of Portuguese, let's say, before your trip, Rosetta Stone can help. I know this firsthand as I did just this before traveling to Portugal last year. I learned Portuguese through Rosetta Stone, and by doing so, I not only got a better grasp of the spoken language of Portugal, but it got me very excited for the trip itself before I went. They even have a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation as you are learning too. They've got you covered. Rosetta Stone's trusted experts are the real deal. They've been helping people just like you for over 30 years, helping millions of people to learn Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish, and my favorite, Portuguese. The lessons are five to 10 minutes long and include practical exercises so that you can pick up the language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. No English translations either, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in the language you are focused on, helping you get the long-term retention you are looking for. And who wouldn't want that? 
Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the Kara Golden Show listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today today. In today's world, which I will admit can at times seem filled with too much of the wrong information, it's essential to find a good source that truly gets to the heart of what I want to know. I am super excited about our next sponsor as I've been a big fan of their content for some time now. That sponsor is The Washington Post. Their depth on topics from business to tech isn't just impressive, it's essential reading for me. Whether I'm catching up on the latest tech trends or understanding how the day's news truly impacts my family, The Washington Post is my trusted source. Let's talk specifics. Their business and tech coverage, absolutely top-notch. Just imagine having the most insightful articles at your fingertips, including the unparalleled AI reporting from Drew Harwell or the pulse on tech and online culture from Taylor Lorenz. And the best part? You can listen to articles just like you listen to this podcast, making it perfect for your busy lifestyle. I was just reading an article from one of my favorite Washington Post writers, Frances Stead Sellers. She covers entrepreneurs like myself, but also covers other interesting topics, including health, as well as some very interesting books. I also love getting their For You newsletter, which is their roundup of stories tailored just for my interests, right in my inbox every evening. The Washington Post app is Super well done, I think. It makes it incredibly easy to stay up to date and follow my favorite journalists on the go. And if you ever thought that the Washington Post is just about politics, think again. They cover everything under the sun, from climate and culture to crosswords and cooking, providing a world of surprising stories and vital insights. Okay, enough of the love fest that I have for the Washington Post. Here's the deal. Being a listener of The Kara Golden Show has its benefits, and this one is too good to miss. Now is the time to sign up for The Washington Post. Go to WashingtonPost.com slash Kara Golden to subscribe for just 50 cents per week for your first year. That's 80% off their typical offer. So this is truly a steal. Once again, that's WashingtonPost.com backslash Kara Golden to subscribe for just 50 cents per week for your first year. And, and then I, you know, I, I kind of had a mental breakdown as a result of all of those things culminating. And my, my wife approached me one day and she said, Mike, this is not, you are not the man that I know you to be. Can you go talk to someone please? And so I did. And I've I've been talking to that same person for the last seven years every quarter, and that has been the begin. That was the beginning of my own real personal growth and development, and beginning to own who I am and all of the stories that I've told myself for my whole life. That's amazing. And so you just wrote this book. Yes, Master that? the Key. Yeah. Yeah. So, and so, tell us a little bit about it and and why you did it and. Yeah, so Master the Key, 
a story to free your potential, find meaning and live life on purpose is, is an incredibly important work for myself, but also for the world. I think that one of the, the, um, the greatest questions that we ask ourselves as human beings is why am I here? We've, we've asked this question. It's not a new one. It's been asked for, you know, thousands of years. Who am I? Why am I here? What am I doing? What's my purpose? Right. And I think that, um, what's my purpose is actually not a super helpful question. I think a better question, which is along the same lines is what am I here to facilitate? Mm -hmm. Right. And so if you're going to answer that question, you have to kind of do it in, you have to break it down into four different parts, which, which end up being the, the four pieces of the key, your story, which is your narrative that you tell yourself, right? Your, which gives you the ability to look at your gifts, your giftedness, because we all have gifts mm -hmm. in a new way, which then influences how you're going to act which then influences in turn what kind of communities you're going to be a part of. And in each one of those scenarios, your role changes. It's fluid. And so your purpose, even though you might have a core purpose, but what you're here to facilitate changes given the circumstances. So right now we're, we're facilitating something, right? And, and we're all in on that, right? I saw you when I, when I walked into your office and you were all in on whatever conference call you were, you were making stuff happen to have the game changing impact in the lives of others that you are on a mission to, to have through hint, mm -hmm. right? When you're at home, your purpose is to facilitate d a deep and meaningful relationship with your husband and then your children, right? And so I think that we get caught up on this, this idea of purpose because we all want to perform at a peak level in life, right? Especially in this, in this world where we are inundated with people's highlight reels and achievements. And so we think that, you know, in order to have a meaningful purpose-driven purpose-filled life, we need to be a multimillionaire. We need to have a, an eight figure business. We need to do X, Y, or Z, right? But that's actually a fallacy because we know that those types of outcomes don't guarantee success. They don't guarantee fulfillment. They don't guarantee happiness. In fact, I think it was IBM that did a study many years ago that basically said that beyond $78,000 a year in income, you, in order for, to, be, to meet Maslow's uh, basic fundamental hierarchy, needs, hierarchy yeah, of yeah. needs, you don't need much more than that. So let's, in, let's adjust it for inflation. Let's say it's $150,000, mm -hmm. right? Like then you can begin to maneuver in your life and, and begin to explore some of these more deep, meaningful questions about what am I here to facilitate wherever you are, whether it's growing a business, mm -hmm. helping tackle big problems in the environment like you got, like we were just talking about off mic, writing a book, relating with your children, your employees, whatever it might be. So this book is designed to remind people of the truth that dwells within them, which is the, the reality that we already possess everything that we need to have a life where our potential is fully at work, have a life where we have a full sense of meaning and purpose.
So, so a gift, like what's one of your gifts? One of my gifts I think is communication. Uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm also a, a musician. I believe that one of my gifts is to draw is, is the gift of insight. And what I mean by that is that in, in talking with people, I have the ability to hear them in a, in a way where I'm able to maybe draw out yeah. one of their own gifts and bring it up and, and elevate that. I think that's a gift, right? It's not something that I can necessarily hold, but I can sense it. And people have affirmed, wow, you're really good at that. Yep, that was very insightful, you know? Or you you can sing really well, or you can play the guitar really well. Those are all gifts. Or you're a great leader. Like there there's a whole range of gifts. I believe that we all have gifts and that it a gift doesn't necessarily need to be tied to some sort of achievement or status. And and that actually is one of the core tenets of the book. One of the um, the main characters. So the book is is a fictional story that will lead readers to the truth. And one of the the main characters is a is a woman named Chaz, and she is a performance violinist. Hmm. She's actually based on a real person, uh, kind of a mashup of two real people. One is a Holocaust survivor, and one is a friend I grew up with in high school named Rebecca Jackson, who is actually she plays violin for the um, San Francisco Ballet. And one of her mentors is a guy named David Arbin, who was a Holocaust survivor, and he was the conductor for the Philadelphia Orchestra. Anyway, at one point in this story, um, Chaz, the character, loses the ability to play the violin, uh, which was her whole lifelong pursuit, her whole understanding of her value to the world. And she loses not only her ability to play the violin, but she actually loses the physical violin. So suddenly she's confronted with this reality that she doesn't have any gifts anymore. But what she comes to learn and then teaches to the main character, Steve, is that just because she lost the ability to play the violin doesn't mean she actually lost her gift. She lost one way one way to express her gift yeah. but we but through time through exploration through healing she was able to re-identify what her actual gift was to, was to, to yeah. unify people to heal people through music and so just because you might lose your ability to express your gift in one way doesn't necessarily mean you lose your gift entirely does that make sense yeah interesting and so how do you think that relates to to in it the age of entrepreneurship. I mean, how do you think that that relates if you're... Well, yeah. I mean, just look at entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship today is all about hustle. It's all about outcomes. It's all about status. It's all about achievement. Everybody is a public figure. Everybody has 50,000... Is trying to get that special 10,000 follower mark on Instagram so they can get the swipe up feature. I mean, it's silly. There's a, there's a certain sense of silliness that's happening in, in entrepreneurship. And what happens is it's actually causing a little bit of an identity crisis mm-hmm. because you and I both know that most businesses fail within the first five years. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the reason why we have this, we have this weird thing happening actually in entrepreneurship Entrepreneurship in America is actually shrinking 
but but it's also expand the freelance economy is kind of expanding the side hustle side gig world is expanding at the same time and and a lot of it is because you have people that are completely disengaged at work okay and in fact Gallup just did a study recently that revealed that 85% of employees globally are actively disengaged at work and it's costing businesses $7 trillion a year. And then it's nuts, right? And then, and then CNN or I think it was CNN or MSNBC did a report on, on side hustles. Mm-hmm. 37% of working Americans have a side hustle of some kind. And so what's happening, the, the, the kind of nexus between those two is passion, right? Follow your passion and the money will follow. Yeah. Tip is the typical advice, right? But, but people don't really know what they're passionate about because people don't understand what the word passion actually means. The etymological origin of the word passion is the willingness to suffer for something. And so when you put that in that lens... It changes things. When you identify what you're willing to suffer for, it's going to change your decision making. Hmm. It's going to, but in order to answer, Mike, what what are you willing to suffer for? You have to have a pretty good grasp on who you are. Mm -hmm. Which a lot of people don't. And your story. Like I was thinking on the way up here, I drove up from Santa Cruz today and I was thinking about your story, right? You... You have this really powerful, you are proof of this, of this book, right? Of mastering your identity. The idea that, that we, we need to find our why is important, Mm -hmm. but, but what you need to do before that is believe that you're worthy of one. Mm -hmm. And when you went through your whole health journey, Mm -hmm. the beginning of that was a, was you reminding yourself that you're worthy of being healthy. Yeah, Totally. No, I think it's a I think it's a huge challenge for people and you know and also it's just easier for you just to keep going on the path that you're going and go into a job that you're not really psyched about every day or you know whatever it is. Collect but, collect your paycheck right and you know. Yep. But like like this company that you are creating and building and is so mission oriented and it's no wonder you're getting the t- type of talent here that you you have because you have a so the I the idea behind this book, it, it applies both at the personal level and at the corporate level. Because if you want your people to be engaged in your vision, yeah. you have to make sure that they have the ability to cast a vision for themselves. Because their ability to cast a vision for themselves impacts their ability to interpret the vision that you've cast for the company. Because guess what? This company and every other company in San Francisco and in the world is comprised of a bunch of individuals, Mm -hmm. right? And so if we want to see engagement increase, if we want to see people living lives of purpose, then we companies need to invest in their people identifying what their 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 stories are right their vision for their future remind them that they can do hard things and that they're worthy of doing hard things and that they can do things with the hard things that they've experienced right that that's the thing that i i think that that's one of the biggest hang-ups that we have as a society 
In fact, it, I, it's, it's rooted in psychology. Have you ever heard of a guy named um, Dr. Albert Bandura? Okay, so self-efficacy theory, mm-hmm. right? It's all about building confidence at the end of the day, that you, that you are effective. Yeah. Most people have been stripped of their sense of effectiveness, yeah, or told to stay in the lane, or totally. yeah, draw between the lines. Now I, it's totally yeah. true. Like, and your, I mean, you, your story and his story is a perfect example of self-efficacy theory at work. Yeah, no, right. it's it's so true. So the podcast, I want to back up a little bit. So yeah. your podcast. So I was reading an article uh, the other day and hearing about it on Twitter that Mark Zuckerberg just start his own podcast did, he did really? you know that yeah no. it, people said like there was a bunch of snarky people I, I on twitter invite, saying like it's on the though. end of podcasting like it's like now you know the the joke of like you know it, when your mom's on facebook right. then you're gone and kind of thing yeah totally yeah, yeah so people said now like podcasting is no longer cool anymore zuck and killed you know zuck killed podcasting but so what are what's your feeling on sort of like what what advice would you give mark on on actually getting his his podcast out there like what are the people don't need any noise yeah. in their lives yeah um so uh, I don't have any sponsors on my show. I, I take that back. I have I have I have one sponsor, Lot and Marketing Group, and they're a company out of of uh, Oklahoma. Great great team of people that host my website and do all that stuff in exchange for that spot. But I'm not trying to make money yeah. on this podcast, right? And Mark Zuckerberg doesn't need money, obviously, right? So what he should do with his podcast is make it so deep and meaningful, mm-hmm. like. His whole mission initially was to to meet chicks at Harvard, and then it became about social connection, right? And now social connection has been social distortion. So use podcasting to get back to social connection, right? And make sure nobody else is listening in while you're, uh, you know, this is the one opportunity where actually, I take that back, where he wants other people to listen in and do so freely without necessarily having their device devices being listened to by Facebook, you know, but he, he has an opportunity to, he, he has access that nobody else does. Right. Not only that, but they have uh, on the back end a tremendous amount of data, obviously that they have, they don't have any data. That, so. <laughs> you're right. Exactly. That's, they, they don't have any data. That's, that's true. Yeah. But you, you know, they have great resources to really help people make sense of what's going on in the world and trends and so they could really do some really interesting things. I would, I would, one of the things that I would encourage Zuck to do is, is to invite normal people yeah. onto his show, right? We don't need any more celebrity podcasts, right? Yeah. There are normal people doing redonkulous things in the world. And we need to hear, uh, we need to celebrate that more, yeah, right? I think that's right. So... It's uh yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna try and be that normal person yes. and get on I get on his podcast do it. so I I'm uh, I was thinking about ways that I could do it last night so <laughs> it's uh I hey. hear he drinks hints so maybe Does that'll be yeah I'll there send him go. a case and then yes. say by the way I oh, want to totally. oh you know what you should send podcast. this to his he his he's got one or two kids right yeah send send a whole case of these to his family yeah you know? so but you know like one more thing about the normal thing. I was thinking about this, like I was almost thinking about changing my Instagram, like, you know, bio or whatever, just to like 
unabashedly normal, right? People think that they don't have value unless they've had experienced some crazy tragedy and overcome it or hit like celebrity status in, you know, acting or money or whatever. Right. But be okay. It's be okay with being normal. Your story matters. Yeah. You can facilitate something great right where you're at. Yeah, no, it's, it's so true. And I think that there's a, there's a need for people to hear those stories as well. I mean, I try and do that as much as I can on Unstoppable yeah, too. Totally. Start, talk to people about, you know, I had founders on here who have been fired, you know, mm-hmm. from their company that they started and, and, um, many others, but it, it's interesting. I had a situation last week where I shared it with this women's group that I'm a part of. And it was a very personal situation. And um, a couple of these women wrote back to me and said, like, you know, the fact that you're just even sharing this with people that you don't necessarily even know, like you just helped us to actually want to share more, mm-hmm. you know? And mm-hmm. and I think like that is, there's a huge need, mm-hmm. um, you know, the saying of like, it's lonely at the top or whatever. Like, I think that there's, whether you're an entrepreneur or you're a parent or whatever, like, you mm-hmm. just, you don't have it all figured out. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like, if you did, then mm-hmm. you probably wouldn't be an entrepreneur or a parent or whatever. Right. right. Like it's, and, um, I'm always the first person to say that, you know, life is, has never been a straight line for me yeah. and it's very zigzaggy. Yeah. And, and, um, so again, like, I think that the more you can like host people like that, who sort of share the same, like, you know, we were talking about the book and like, do you, do you go with a traditional publisher? Do you self-publish? And like everybody's right. got their opinions on it. And yeah. like, you know, and I think it's like, and none of them are probably wrong, right? Like totally. it, it's just, yeah. you know, but it's, it's having that discussion yeah. and conversation I think is so critical. We live too much in the either or world. Yeah, where totally. It can, where it can be a both and yeah. instead, which is better, right? And do you remember when you were growing up and you were in elementary school and you had a teacher probably that said something to the effect of, don't be afraid to ask a question because if you have the question, somebody else probably has the question too, right? And and I remember like being super timid to still ask that question even though that, that teacher gave us the permission to do that. Well, that's actually leadership, right? And so what you did with your women's group is you were feeling whatever it was that you were feeling or had this situation that you were feeling and and because whether you were aware of it or not, you raised your hand and shared that and you gave other people the freedom to, to do the same because we are actually created to give in that way, right? Yeah. If we need... It's the gift. It's the gift, yeah. right? Totally. Yeah, no, totally. totally. It's like, it's such an important... Yeah. If you want mercy, give mercy. Yeah. Right? No, it's so true. Yeah. And I think like that more and more, but I think so... So much of the time people think that, you know, you're untouchable, right? Mm-hmm. And that you're you yeah. know, not a real person or, I mean, I've heard so many stories about people who no longer are, are on Twitter anymore because yeah. they were like harassed. And, yeah. you know, I always wonder if like, I think there's a percentage of those people that were harassed, but I think also that, you know, it's like they weren't authentic enough to actually mm-hmm. say who they really are. Yeah. A lot of times, like, I mean, I've told people like, you know what? 
don't say that kind of stuff to me. And, and if you say it again, then I block you. Totally. Like, yeah. you like you can't come into my party anymore. Sorry. Like I want to actually say something about you to your own audience. And that is that you walk the talk. Yeah. Thank you. You you are truly normal. You're normal. So I'm adding it to my bio. You are totally a giver. Yeah. I have found over the last, what, what year is it? It's 2019. So over the last four years, since I started, launched the Impact Entrepreneur Show and doing all this personal development platform type building. Yeah. In addition to my other business and all that stuff, is that most people are still fake. Yeah. Right? They they have a facade that they use in the in the public as being this really like kind of giver type personality. And then on the back end, they are not. They're not. And yeah. I can't be around those people. And, for and very you know, long. it's painful for me. It's like it's it's disappointing, right? Yeah. But so you are the real so. deal. Yeah. You are the real deal. So it's probably because I have four kids like you too. Yeah. You so. know. <laughs> Don't have time to be fake. You know? Exactly. So what makes you unstoppable? What I makes mean, you've me mentioned a, a few things. Yes. But. Yeah. What makes me my mom? Um, my mom calls me Mikey Bulldog. Okay. Right. Because if I don't know if bulldogs are relentless. Yeah. Right. I don't give up. I don't give up. I don't tap out. Uh, I'm wildly curious. My first boss used to call me that. That's a like brings back memories. Oh, really? That's so funny. Oh, that's not funny. Mikey, but yeah, she used to call <laughs> bulldog. Me a bulldog. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> my mom calls me Mikey Bulldog. In fact, that's hilarious. I got bulldog socks on today. Wow, <laughs> I love uh, it. But I, I'm a bulldog, um, which which means I'm 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 not always like the the cleanest about how I go about doing things. Uh, I'm lovable. Um, I'm loyal. Uh, I'm wildly curious and I'm eager to collaborate with people who are also wildly curious about me. You know, that's really the, the three elements that make up a phenomenal community, which you'll learn in the book are that they are wildly curious about your success as much as, if not more than your own, that they desire to collaborate with you. And because they've spent time during those first, doing those first two things, they also have earned the ability to correct you when they see you veering off course and when they see you not being the Kara that we all know you to be, right? Mm-hmm. That somebody can say, you know what? That's not like you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you're better than that. Yeah. You know? No, it's so, t- it's so true. So, so uh, if you guys have not listened to the Impact Entrepreneur Show, definitely go on and onto iTunes and download it for sure. And uh, it's on Spotify, on Spotify, Google Play, all of the all of the channels. You can listen to the Impact Entrepreneur Show. That's awesome. Where where what's the biggest one that people go to? Apple. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably Apple and Spotify are the yeah. two. Yeah. And then I just got an email today that Pandora is starting to roll them out now too. So who knows? I mean, they're, they're everywhere. Podcasts is like still really early. Like I, there's 450, excuse me, there's 450,000 podcasts in the world. At last I counted, uh, one, two, three, no, I'm just kidding. I didn't count manually, but that's kind of like the census, but it's still early. Um, and, and they're just conversations and, and all you need is a microphone and a computer and curiosity, you know? Yeah. So everybody should celebrate curiosity. I totally agree. So, yeah. and the book. So yes. Master the Key. Master the Key. It, and. What, I, I think this is going to air, this will air after it's launched. So it'll, it'll be, it's on Amazon. Awesome. Um, you type in Master the Key, Mike Flynn, and it'll come in there. Or you can go to theimpactentrepreneur.net forward slash book. 
and it will redirect you to Amazon. 95% of book sales take place on Amazon and it'll also be available on Barnes and Noble and stuff like that. But, um, that's awesome. Most of it's going to be on Amazon. That's, that's Amazon's taking great. over so the world. Go buy it on, uh, Amazon or any other place, but, uh, yes. quick and easy on Amazon. And, uh, and then I'm super like Kara, I'm super active on social. So hit me up at the impact, Mike. I want to hear your story. Um, and if you have a compelling story, if you have a story that, that has revealed something to you that, that you want to have a game changing impact in, in the lives of others, or you're taking an impact moment in your life, such as Kara's, and you are using that to have a game changing impact in the lives of others, then hit me up and I tell me, and, and maybe we can host you on the show. Well, thanks so much, Mike. Yes, thank you. If you like what you heard, please help spread the word and leave us a review. You can also follow along with me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn at Kara Golden. Do you have a question for me or want to nominate an innovator to Spotlight? Please talk to me at Kara Golden on Twitter. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, be unstoppable. Unstoppable. unstoppable.